0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so we try our best to think of a good pun, but there was just no way we could come up with one this time.
1: Yes, of course that's not really punny yet, we're, we're going to seem a bit sheepish at, at this point, because <laughs> they, they don't know that we're talking about a sheep's way gin.
0: But we are. I'm Stu. I'm
1: Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Yes, we are talking about the way Gin from the Heart Shawn Distillery in Tasmania. It's a... What, what? It's a gin that's come out of... It's a spirit that's come out of left field because it's not made from any of the regular kinds of... Uh, must. Not mu- must. Not made from any of the kinds of uh, mash.
1: Yes, the... Base alcohol is made from something completely different. These guys began after well, they began with making cheese, mm. and then a very intelligent individual realised that the way the byproduct of said cheese could be distilled and turned into pure alcohol, into a base spirit. Mm.
0: Well, it it all started with the Grand View cheesemakers, and. It it was pretty much started by one man, and his son decided that oh he well he saw all this wasted byproduct the the way, w h e y for those uh, listening at home. There was so much of it left over, and he thought in the interest of sustainability, what can we do with this byproduct, and. Uh, through the research that he did he dis he discovered that he could turn it into alcohol,
1: and he made vodka, which makes sense vodka's one of the easier ones to begin with, and it's a great vodka,
0: yeah, it is one of the better vodkas i've had too
1: yeah it's it's amazing vodka really ridiculously smooth, and it's won so many awards mm. But it did not blow my mind nearly as much as this gin. No, and like they've they've done it right. I think
0: it's from the small taste we had at the mold cheese festival. It was like really herby, really flavorful, and surprisingly uh, not bitey. Not, yeah. Well, not. Not bitey like you'd expect a gin to be.
1: Yeah, and it includes natural Tasmanian botanicals. But unlike Vantage, which is also an Australian quote-unquote gin made using all Australian botanicals, it's not actually a gin because there's no juniper in it. No, but this one does. This one does. This is an actual official... Honest to goodness, ticks all the boxes, gin, that also contains Australian botanicals.
0: And apparently, including three botanicals that have never been used in a gin before. But of course, those are a closely kept secret. And the owner of Hartshorn Distillery, Ryan, he isn't forthcoming with those details.
1: And Understandably so, because yeah. next nice thing you know, Vantage is using them in there, not gin. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. I mean that's a great not gin, and it's won awards too. Mm. But I think this is better. Ooh. We will, we will have to compare those back mm. to back course, at some point. This though. gin is new, so it's not had the chance to win any awards yet because COVID has meant that they haven't happened.
0: No, it's. I I think it will. I bet you five bucks it will.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not going to take a bet against that because I, <laughs> I agree with you. I, I think that when the awards are running again it probably is going to take them out it's probably going to i mean they're probably going to knock themselves off for one of their awards i, I expect that cause, maybe cuz the the vodka keeps getting a uh, best australian spirit award and,
0: <sighs> and you think they're going to knock I think the it.
1: gins going to knock it off <laughs> yeah
0: i mean first and second place still counts yeah yeah well like they might get a clean sweep cuz they've got a few other options available too, which we will get to later. But first, I think it's time to open the bottle and have a taste.
1: Mm, and yes, describe all the smells and tastes and lovely things.
0: Do you want to talk about the bottle while I'm opening it? Actually, I'll talk about the bottle because it's got a, a wax seal on top, like a plasticky wax seal. And uh, according to their website, every bottle is hand uh, hand drawn, so uh, they're all batches. They're they're all small batches. Uh, one this is is batch number two hundred and thirty four, and bottle one hundred and twenty six of one
1: hundred and fifty. Yeah, so very small batches, hmm. and man, your hand would get sore after more than one hundred and fifty. Though wouldn't it? oh yeah, <laughs> and everything about this is. I mean, this is a craft spirit yeah and it even the wax is uh, applied in a very hand done messy but fancy sort of way yeah you can tell that it's been done by hand
0: i don't know where to start to peel it off (laughs) Uh, there will do Maybe you need to use a knife to get into this. And I
1: recall when we first tasted it, feeling that it was a very carefully crafted drink. Yeah. So and I'm... It was full of,
0: like, nuance, and even in a little plastic shot glass that they... A little plastic
1: in. half shot. Half shot, yeah. Or a quarter shot It might way, It was tiny. It was mm. just enough for a taste. I need a... But not enough of a taste for my liking. No. No.
0: Oh, I, I was not expecting to need it. so Hence the uh, rummaging around. I feel like I'm just making this worse. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that worked. Alright, is it a cork? Is it a cap? Is it a... It's a screw cap. It's a screw top. Didn't really get much of a smell from the cap. Mm. Definitely get a smell from
1: the bottle, mm. though. The, the cap just... It smells of juniper. Yeah. Which I guess is what you'd expect from from the cap.
0: Indeed. So,
1: so if we get to having had a decent-sized tasting of this, because I, I really had just enough to know that I had to have it again. Yeah. You know, like both of us, after the the tasting that we had... We knew this was an absolutely fantastic... After the tiny tasting we had at the festival, we both knew we had to have this again. We both knew we had to have a bottle of it. And... We bought a bottle each. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to having a proper tasting.
0: Mmm, me too. So, just poured ourselves... I've just poured us each a glass over ice because gin tends to be pretty bitey. And... I find that for like really herby spirits, ice allows it, allows all the, a good chunk of the flavors to come out. And as the ice melts, it stretches out the rest of the flavors there.
1: Yeah. So now in this glass, the nose is amazing.
0: You know what? It smells Australian. It smells like the Aussie bush.
1: <laughs> yeah, like yes, the the juniper is there, and you can smell the juniper. If you anyone who drinks enough gin knows what juniper smells like. Yeah, but it's the the rest of it. There's smells there that are very much not those traditional gin herbs. No,
0: because one I, thing we I can't didn't... I can't pick any individual smell either.
1: Mm. certainly we we couldn't have a good smell of it in the tiny cup like I tried I know you tried but we couldn't really get a good smell of it in the tiny cup but it was more than deserving of a proper smelling proper tasting Mm. and yeah it really does have a very like when you're out for a bushwalk or something that sort of Fresh, yeah. Smell to
0: it, woody, Aussie bush smell. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's taste,
0: and then I'll read us the description on the back of the bottle.
1: Good idea. Cheers. Cheers. So
0: that doesn't taste nearly as sweet as it smells, Mm. but it's. This is a winner for me.
1: Oh, it it is all that I remember and more. Yeah. With with being able to actually get a proper taste of it instead of just a tiny bit, you can really pick up all the, the new ones. It's so smooth.
0: Mm. Well, p- part of that could be the ice. Um, I had a tiny bit of water in the bottom of my glass from the ice melting, um, but it means I can it's stretched out the flavours it's mu- uh, softened the the alcohol um so, but i can definitely taste th- that citrus from the uh juniper um i got a little bit of yeah i i reckon there's a little bit of citrus in there like maybe orange or lemon peel
1: and there, there may also be So i know there are australian botanicals that have citric elements to them mm And there may be some of that, because I recall there is that sort of a flavor in Vantage. Yeah. And it's really the only comparison I've got for anything that uses Australian Botanicals, because nothing uses them. Well, now Vantage and this.
0: Yeah. Indeed.
1: And I... Yeah, this is so smooth, so easy to drink, and so nuanced, and... Mm. Flavorful.
0: And really, when, because it doesn't have to pay, because they don't have to pay the import tax on their spirit, it's, uh, keep, it's, for its price, it's, uh, keeping up with, uh, gins that are 20%, 30% more expensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, this, this gin, well and truly, I know it's been a while since we've used, this term but this gin well and truly falls into top drop territory
0: yeah yeah i think so too
1: i mean both i mean flavor wise quality wise nuance
0: wise it reminds me of that london number one we had eons ago
1: remember ah, that one when when we did that um that gin episode way back and the, it was the gin blind taste
0: test yeah yeah
1: and that was that was the best one that was the top that was yep yeah. That And that was
0: the, the most nuanced... I don't know if we called it the best, but it was definitely the most nuanced and intricate of the three. And this reminds me of that. Because there's so much going on. There's subtlety, there's uh, prominent notes, and there's a flavour that I can't quite pick.
1: Yeah, and undoubtedly that is those Tasmanian Botanicals. Mm. And possibly
0: the sheep's way because that in itself imparts the flavor.
1: And that is something we noticed in the vodka, that, yeah, it's vodka, and yeah, it's ridiculously smooth, but it's also just that little bit different. As as we mentioned in our vodka base ingredients episode, the base ingredient for that base spirit does make a difference to the flavor profile. Mm. And undoubtedly, with something like gin, where you've taken that base spirit and you've infused it with botanicals, some of that flavour is going to come through. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, also, just in case people were wondering, this is not a sponsored episode. We st- basically stumbled across this gin and thought that we liked it so much we wanted to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Those of you who have been following us since the beginning would remember we have done that before. Mm-hmm. With the uh, I think the Star Ward gin was the last time we did See, it
0: that was the first one we Wars gin star whiskey, oh no, yeah, sorry, it was a gin, yeah. yeah, that was the first one we did
1: yes the the star- yeah the Star Ward bathtub gin was the very first time we did it again yeah. because it was just amazing., uh, it was like nothing else, yeah, and this has ticked that box again, like this has well and truly ticked that box again, and when something mm. just grabs us like that. We want to talk about it and tell you about it. Yeah. At least with
0: this one, it's not a single batch release. So this, so even though they're doing small, small batches, they are going to keep
1: making it. Yeah, which is fantastic because it means that we'll have a chance to get it again and you'll have a chance to try it.
0: Yeah. Hopefully it makes its way over to the U.S.,
1: Yes, or at the very least, those of you over there who listen and are dedicated enough to your gin can find a way to import it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, now that we've digressed heavily and talked about the flavour, let me read the text on the back of the bottle. Heart Sheepway Distillery, Sheepway Gin Unfiltered. This is the world's first Sheepway gin. Besides the juniper, I have only used Australian native botanicals. I'm using six native Australian botanicals, with three of them never used before in any other gin. All of my botanicals are vapour-infused, which is a technique not used too often with Australian gins. Vapour infusion, as opposed to steeped, will give the gin a much more delicate and subtle bouquet, which is probably what we noticed on that London Number 1
1: yeah yeah that it is delicate, absolutely, mm. as opposed um, to
0: the bathtub gin, which was bold
1: oh yeah, and one thing that <clears throat> really catches me about this and did from the very first time mm. is how little burn it has,
0: yeah, yeah, well
1: the what is that, I guess the fridge.
0: No, there's something out. There's something outside. Um. Yeah, because it, it's using their own vodka base as the, the starter for the gin. Uh, My gin is designed to smell beautiful. There will be delicate petal rose and citrus aromas with a hint of freshly cut hay. This gin is... Very delicate, so best served neat in a martini or with soda water, garnished with a fresh rose petal. Yeah, so we were pet uh, delicate petal slash rose. That's probably that flavor that I can't couldn't quite pick, mm. and we we did pick up that um, the mild citrus flavor. It's more that it was citrusy in that. It was a hint, and then there was a, that tingle on your tongue that you get when you chew on, like, lemon rind or orange rind.
1: Yeah. Actually, got me thinking maybe there's lemon myrtle in this or something. Could be, because there is an Australian lemon myrtle. Yeah. Um, who knows? But, yeah, it, it certainly brought me to wonder, because, yeah, it would be fantastic as just uh, gin and tonic, or gin and soda water. But if you were to also add and have it as part of a gin, tonic, and lime, would the lime be overkill? I think with the amount of citrus yeah. already in it, that it would. It would overpower everything.
0: Definitely. I think even tonic water would overpower it. It'd just be lost.
1: Yeah, I think subtlety is key with this because it's just so smooth, so delicate, so subtle. mm and
0: But so it'd work very well as a martini with two parts of this and two parts sorry, one part uh vermouth. Because it would be sufficiently the the uh the vermouth would be sufficiently diluted to not overpower this very subtle gin.
1: Mm, well, I think it would be fine if you did two parts of this and then glanced at the vermouth across the room.
0: Oh, that too.
1: <laughs>
0: Walk past the uh, the vermouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just just enough of it, because you, you certainly wouldn't want to overpower this gin.
0: No. Uh, so the other uh, the other spirits they these guys make is they make vodka, which we've mentioned before. They make one called Pete, which we. No, we didn't have Pete. Do we oh, have Oh, we, we did. It yeah. was... Yeah, that was the other one we had.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, for, for us, because we're big whiskey drinkers, mm. it just felt a bit wrong.
0: Well, it felt like it was missing something. Like, it was still nice. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it felt like it was missing something because it was... Like a More like a smoky vodka than a whiskey.
1: Yeah, because it has those smoky, peaty flavors that you might get from a scotch, but then without any of the other flavors... Yeah, without any a, of the malt. Yeah, to, to a yeah. seasoned scotch drinker, your brain goes, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. <laughs> because there's just <laughs> things missing. Yeah. But if you're a vodka drinker who also likes, say, smoked cheese or something... Then a smoky vodka may well be right up your alley.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't bad. It was just my my tongue did a double take.
1: Yeah, it it just broke the part of our brain that's used to whiskies. Yeah, and said, but that's a whiskey flavour. But where are the other whiskey flavours? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, on that on that particular note, they have they are now doing a whiskey which they call way Ski. Do we, yeah, you you'll see it if you jump on their website.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll um, you'll see the way to spell it. Yeah, uh,
0: the the gin which we're talking about, and they do an oak,
1: which, which I should find out about oak. an oaked way vodka.
0: Mm. So they they started with the vodka, and they've added an. So, according to their website, they've added an extra level of of depth and complexity, courtesy of American oak, to make something almost bourbony, beautiful, delicate, kind of brown, sugary sweetness on the nose, but with a nice, deep, woody finish. Ooh, complex, velvety body and super smooth.
1: It's fifty uh, percent. That sounds a lot like a bourbon. Strong bourbon. With the exception, of course, that it's not bourbon.
0: No, but given that they they are branching in that direction with the smoke, with the peat, with the whiskey, with the oak, it's it, it kind of fits their uh, modus operandi.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, clearly, if they're going to continue doing what they're doing the way they're doing it, they will not And in fact Cannot make a bourbon Because it has to have More than 50% Corn mash Yeah Which but, they're They're not going to do Because they're making Whey Yeah Like they're, they're making Whey spirits
0: There's no way They could make it 50% corn mash No exactly I mean they They could But then it wouldn't Really be Australian
1: Yeah And they'd have lost their way
0: <laughs> Literally <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, they do a, a liqueur. Oh,
1: a vanilla whey liqueur. Where uh, they say that their sheep whale liqueur not only holds its own and de- not only holds its own as a delicious drink, but has found the way into a few professional kitchens as a creme brulee and panna cotta base. Interesting.
0: Yeah, if if it's vanilla flavored, I can totally see that. <laughs> 90% of professional bodybuilders rate this as their top gym tipple. Yeah, righto. <laughs> Tastes like vanilla bean custard, has alcohol in it and reduces waste and helps the planet. So it sounds pretty good and yeah, it it fits their it fits their bill as well.
1: Yeah, which is very much we've got this waste product. Mm. Let's turn it into something people want.
0: Yeah, let's wa- waste not, want not. And i th- I think they're doing a really good job of turning a a literal waste product f- from getting uh, tipped it t- from getting tipped down the drain to tip down our throats.
1: Yeah, it may sound cheesy, <laughs> yeah. but it's a good way to deal with way yeah and it's it's freaking delicious yeah and and the best part about
0: it because they're on the same location at at, as a cheese factory they don't have to worry about transporting this waste product or importing it from elsewhere
1: yeah it's just it's there on hand i mean this is the ultimate they saw a problem and found a really good solution
0: Mm. and and it tastes really good too
1: yeah and now we know
0: So I can't think of anything else. Well, I
1: think we should rate this out of bottle caps because it's a new thing. We've never spoken about it before. It deserves a bottle cap rating. And that way, anyone who has listened to our other episodes talking about gin, including when we, I'm pretty sure we rated by bottle caps in our blind taster as well. Mm. Or at the very least we rated the three of them. So if we rate this as well, people can tell, well, how good is it? Oh, cool. How Do good I is it? Do want to try this? Well, Do you want to try it? <laughs> I did. I did want to try it. And this is... I, I think I would have to give this nine bottle caps.
0: Oh. Is that all?
1: This is my favorite gin. But
0: it's still only nine. Is, is, is it not the best gin you've uh,
1: ever had? It is, but as I always say, I need to leave wiggle room in case i ever taste something better because if i give this a 10 mm. what does my 10 mean if i taste something better and it's a 10 as well then you
0: can you can reevaluate a previous drink
1: i've never given a gin a 9 before haven't you i don't think so
0: mm. well i'm going to give this a 10 because it is the best gin i've ever had and that is in comparison with the the boulder gins like Ink Gin or Hendrix, it's just phenomenal, this one. They've done it right. They've done something that's... Ryan's made something that is just absolutely fantastic, uh, subtle, intricate, and really easy to drink.
1: Yeah, because only the, the Ink Gin, you can't drink that neat.
0: No, no way. It's far too bitey for that. They they have some interesting... Uh, it, it's an interesting gimmick with the colour-changing feature of it, um, but you couldn't drink it neat. We just had a glass of this over ice, and I totally think we could have this sans ice.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind we would just get those subtle flavours with slightly less subtlety, but it's so subtle that it wouldn't matter if there's slightly less subtlety to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: this hat. This one gets a ten. There's only about three. I think I've a- no. There's only two drinks that I've rated a ten. This one and uh What was it? No, th- three drinks. There was uh, Chartreuse.
1: Oh yes, you love Chartreuse. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think it's fantastic. Um. The Haku vodka, I mm, raised also rated so a ten. Yeah. The the best vodka for the price. Hopefully it's still as cheap as it is. And and this one, the, the Heart Shorn Sheepway gin.
1: Yeah. Easily the best gin I've ever had. Give it a ten. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it's still I've never given anything above a nine. You've given something a
0: nine and a half. What did I give a nine and a half? I don't remember now, but you have done. L- Listeners, if you remember what Mickle gave a nine and a half, l- send us an email to a good drop at gmail.com. Let's hmm. jump into the blogs, I think. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, Google, the Googles, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more.
1: Yes, you can also find us on the Zuckerbergs Facebook and Instagram as A Good Drop Podcast Do recommend us to your friends Give us a share, give us a like Follow us if you wish Yeah, rate us on the
0: things you can rate us on uh, If you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes so you can share an individual uh, episode to your friends our website is agooddrop.com.au
1: and do be sure to tune in to our next episode. So be sure to tune in next time when we talk about beer again. Czech beer, to be precise. I haven't had this style of beer before, so I'm curious how it goes. There is a broad variety of them, which is kind of what drew my attention to it. Noticing just how many Czech beers are at our favourite bottle shop.
0: Yeah. So check us out next week. Until then, cheers. Cheers.